This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses from all over the world who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Luciana De Silva with Kinetics USA. We are a direct hire company, and we match nurses from all over the world with permanent positions at healthcare facilities in the United States. We have an amazing show set up for you today. So we're going to be talking about budgeting. How much do you need to budget to immigrate to the United States? Everything from pre-arrival to your first 30 days. We're going to be talking about renting an apartment, transportation. Wonderful show. We have two guest nurses joining us as well as two financial experts. I would love for everybody to introduce themselves. Let's start with Kay. Please introduce yourself to our audience. Hi, good morning, everyone. My name is Kay. I'm a traveling nurse in the U.S. for, for 16 years now, um, here in the U.S. for 17 years. <laughs> um, OR nurse, LND PACU experience, and I am currently in Maryland. Um, I just finished my contract with Johns Hopkins. Um, yeah, I, I love the idea of um, retiring young, fire, financial independent, retire early for nurses. That's my proponent. And I'm well known to the traveling community as Travel Nurse Hacker, where I explain a lot and discuss things on how to work smart and not hard. So that's me. I talk. <laughs> Very knowledgeable person with lots of experience when it comes to living in the United States. You've lived so many different places, so we're really excited to hear from you. And of course, we have Nurse Swan. Please introduce yourself. Uh, hi, hi to everyone. Um, my name is Nurse Swan. I'm a content creator, and also I'm a nurse here in the United States for roughly about three years now. I started as a, a regular staff nurse, agency nurse, then now I moved to travel nursing. So um, I've been here for three years and I learned some few tricks that will really help save a lot, especially for those like starting here on a budget. I can give some few tips and uh, I learned a lot and I learned a lot from Kay as well. So Kay will discuss more the technical stuff. I'll discuss some of the more basic things. So yeah, that's it. (laughs) We love hearing all sides of the story. And we also have our financial experts today, Vincent and Mila. Please introduce yourselves to our audience and give them an idea of your background. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Um, Well, my name is Myla, and I'm based here in Austin, Texas. I've worked as a nurse for about almost 20 years. So I started my um, work experience back in the Philippines, and then I was recruited as a nurse in Ohio. So I worked for Cleveland Clinic, and then I moved here in Austin. So, but now I'm glad to share this opportunity with you all as a financial educator. And my goal is to empower nurses. So um, nurses are so dear to my heart because I'm a nurse as well. So for this morning, I would love to share with you my own experience and how it can help you. And uh, my name is uh, Vincent Villaflor. I'm the quite the kind of support of the of the nurse when we migrated in the U.S. back in uh, uh, like hey, uh, we're here for almost 17 years uh, already in the states. Let's get started. I'm going to start with you, Kay. Tell us about your journey to the United States. Why did you decide to work as a nurse? 
Um, it, it's my story is very <laughs> different than majority of everybody. Um, my yeah. goal was to go for medicine, and I screwed up my application form in United in USD. So instead of putting biology, I ended up, I guess, putting the wrong code for nursing. But saying, you know what, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> so it was accidentally done. Um, but I love it. I never left nursing. Um, so that was my journey in coming to the United States. Again, it was an accidental. I didn't know that it was an interview that I went in. So. So they told me, hey, congratulations, welcome to this hospital in New York City. And I just said, excuse me, you just hired me. <laughs> so everything was an accident. Um, took me only less than a year, and I'm here in the United States after that. Um, 22 years old. I have no idea what I'm doing in New York City by myself. So I really learned the hoops and everything. Tried to learn as much as I can. Made a lot of mistakes at the beginning because nobody was guiding me as well. So that was my history. And every single day, I just had a goal to, I have to learn something. I have to learn. So I have to keep myself educated and well-informed about my decisions in life. And here I am. I said, my goal was to retire at 55. I equipped myself early at young age. First year, second year, third year of my career, fifth year, everything was pushed down. Um, majority of my salary went to my retirement, and I can say before forty, I can, I can choose if I can work or not. Woo! <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. When that happens to me, you're gonna find me on a beach somewhere. Maybe. Not. <laughs> yeah. Awesome goals. First one. You also have a really cool story. Tell us about your immigration and your journey. Oh, yeah. Uh, for me, I've been a nurse in the Philippines. And ever since I took nursing, the aim is always to be a nurse in the United States. But unfortunately, uh, retrogression happened. So it took me like 10 years before my American dream will become, uh, would have come true. Um, uh, Philippines was a bad place to work and a bad salary level also. So I tried to move to Singapore. Singapore was a good paying place but the work was also like really bad so i was trying to find a better place and fortunately us opened and it did provide me with both of them like uh financially and work-wise it's so it's super super duper okay here versus uh from those uh two countries that i worked with um i started a staffing agency um i had some uh, some struggles when I started, but uh, kind of moved towards to travel nursing, and travel nursing changed mostly everything. So now I am truly happy that I was born or I, I took up nursing um, growing up. So that's it. Such a wonderful career to be able to help others and doing that journey in, in order to do that and help the nursing shortage here in the United States. Vincent and Mila, you're also immigrants. Tell us about your journey to the United States and then also why did you decide to start a financial business here? Well, you know, during that time, it was the, the only way to have a better future is um, like as what is being told by my mom is to be a nurse. Okay, so I got into nursing and, you know, I um, and then she said, oh, OK, now that you're graduated, so you have to get out of the Philippines, okay, out of my home country. So basically, it's really um, we're looking at United States as the land of opportunity. That's why I end up being a nurse. Okay, so it was a good transition for me. I mean, I work, as I said, I work for Cleveland Clinic and then transition here in Austin. But um. I've seen a lot of nurses working so hard 
And I myself, you know, we, we nurses for most of us, we know how to make money. That's why we see a lot of nurses working two, three jobs. Okay. But it came to a point 10 years ago that, okay, no matter how much you earn, it's really that, that important. It's how much you keep. Okay. So I see people at the age of 50s getting into nursing, 68 years old, still working. So I said, there's something wrong with it. Okay. And that's why when it was shared to me, this financial knowledge, I looked the leap of faith to try to see this. And moving forward, I mean, it's, um, I saw that need of that financial knowledge. And now I'm helping um, a lot of people, especially nurses, healthcare providers, everyone, anyone, to build a strong and solid financial foundation. And that's my mission that I look into. As, as Myla mentioned, I supported uh, this uh, decision uh, from being a nurse to uh, having that uh, uh, mission to help uh, others, not only nurses, but everybody in the community to have the uh, strong financial foundation in the U.S. And as I've said, as immigrants, we we have uh, our heart for the immigrants, especially those who are just coming. So we educate them how to establish themselves in the in the country. How did you go about researching a budget for how much money you would need whenever you came? Oh my goodness, uh, Luciana! I'm 21 years old back then. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, YOLO, you know, you only live once. I have no idea about budget. I would like be, oh, oh my God, I'm in Manhattan. Like, uh, we all know this is one of the most expensive places, but I didn't, it was a culture shock for me when I got there. I was eating McDonald's in the Philippines would cost me like, that time was 40, 40 pesos, which is like less than a dollar. When I got to the U.S., I didn't have, I only brought $200 with me because <laughs> I had a problem with my, um, with my, uh, my recruiter and my job. So I did not realize that a McDonald's would cost me like from $40 in the Philippines for a, for a burger, fries and drink, 40 pesos, sorry, it will now cost like 700 pesos. <laughs> so I was using my sister's credit card um, for emergency and she called me one day and she said, what did you eat in McDonald's? <laughs> so like, I have no idea. I'm so sorry. I'm so starving. And I didn't realize how, how hard it is. And I was like, to the point, I only have $20 left um, in New York City. And it was really a struggle. I don't know how to do it. I started looking for people to adopt me. Really. <laughs> people to adopt you, cook you some food, <laughs> make you feel better. And it's really interesting. When people first come to the United States, they actually yeah. want to try the McDonald's here. So. <laughs> you, were, you were on the right path there. Uh, I want to ask Vincent and Myla, tell us about... What should a nurse keep in mind when they're researching to come to the United States and that budget question? Okay. I mean, based on her experience, really, it's like we were excited. So the researching part, I think we, we left that off. <laughs> so, but uh, I think for now, I think it's lucky uh, that nurses have this, uh, uh, this uh, information ahead of time. So I think uh, one thing is, one, one first tip that I can say is like, uh, don't convert <laughs> because if you convert uh, from 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 your home country going here, you might not buy anything because you're gonna return all the items in the grocery stores or something like that. So, but uh, I mean, my luck and expounds how those are experienced. Yeah. So as I've been said, we really 
did not plan for it. We did not make any research and all that, okay? But, you know, moving forward, um, for all of you who's about to come here to the United States, I mean, make a research of the anticipated expenses, okay? Like if you're, um, you know, the apartment will not be shouldered, then you have to anticipate how much will it cost. Like, you know, groceries. I mean, you can you can search that. You can Google that one. So ask just to give you an idea, what are you looking at the projected um, expenses for the month? And also, I would want for you to, you know, to, to make, um, since you know the expenses, then your anticipated income, okay? But you have to consider the taxes with the income. So that's one of our biggest mistakes. When we came here, I was offered like $22, $23 per hour. We didn't know about taxes. No one educated us about that. So we were thinking we we're going to get the whole money, the whole amount for that month. Okay, But it's like 25 to 30% of your income goes to taxes. So you have to budget the income, the cash flow coming in versus the anticipated expenses. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. And when it comes to living in the United States, it really has to do with where you are living. Yes, that's, that's true. Yep, the cost of living is so different, different. from the East Coast <laughs> to the West Coast. So there are these sorts of things to keep in mind as well. And in those states, the tax rates are different. Vincent, correct? Yes. Yes, and uh, just make sure that uh, you know that you're like uh, like we came from Ohio, right? Ohio is uh, we we got tax uh, where we work, then we we got tax where we reside. So we also have the state tax. So when we move to Texas, Texas has no state taxes, no city taxes or something. So you need to also know that uh, uh, parameters. And one of the good thing also is if you know somebody living in the area, talk to them and uh, ask them some tips also. It also gives you or join the community of, uh, of nurses in that area or something like that. Juan, how did you go about budgeting for your journey to the United States? Um, honestly, like, hey, I came here without, like, really totally realizing what I'm going into. Yeah. I didn't know about the uh, uh, insurance for the health insurance. It's not free. I didn't know how bad it was for the car insurance here. If you don't have all those uh, proper licensing, I didn't know that tax was gonna eat up like a big part of your of your salary so uh but before that i did some research so i just tried to be ready as uh, much as for good for three months because i had a couple of people who were uh, who came ahead here and they gave us a rough estimate of how much we should be uh, having for each month budget and the worst case scenario was always to think that your social security number will arrive late and the latest from one of our colleagues here is like three months. So we did try to figure it out. Um, the main thing, the biggest part of the budget is the housing. Uh, mm -hmm. Good thing here in Kentucky, in the uh, eastern part of Kentucky, the housing is super cheap. So it wasn't that big of a chunk. Uh, 
I think other things is uh, just just get an idea from people who already are staying in the place that you're be moving in. So try to communicate with them. And that's the best tip I can give to you guys. Wonderful advice. Vincent and Myla, what I want to ask you next is when it comes to saving money for their journey, what do you recommend for people, for families to do to save money? What are some tips? Okay. I mean, I think uh, one of the, 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 the great tips that we can say based on our experience here is uh, spend less, <laughs> earn more. So that's the main thing. So, and also, I mean, uh, we, we teach about uh, the, the, the needs versus one. So uh, most of the time, I mean, you get the, when you, when you come to the U.S. Uh, on your first uh, few days or first month, second month, you get excited. Oh, I have, I, I can buy this because the, the opportunities are really kind of like limitless. Like you can, you can, you can enjoy the things that you haven't uh, enjoyed where you came from. And, uh, uh, the budgeting of operation is a big deal. You need to be disciplined now, and you need to plan ahead on uh, not only for today. I know um, uh, Kate, Kate mentioned like about that. Uh, you leave your uh, the yolo yolo thing. So, but I mean, you need to also at least uh, like what she did. You you need to prepare for your future, for your retirement. You plan ahead, and of course, always uh, check on on the taxes uh, portion of it. Uh, how much taxes they're gonna take out from your pay. And uh, how much inflation currently is uh, by like uh, post pandemic, uh, pre pandemic, the 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 prices are different right now uh, compared to before. So just uh, be mindful of your expenses, and of course, uh, as as uh, uh, nurse one said, the main uh, the main budget that you need to focus on is the the housing, and again, the next one is transportation and all those things. My life. So, well, I want to also point out, you know, before coming here in the U.S., I would suggest really, you know, to, to be able to bring, you know, a sufficient amount of money that you have saved. And I mean, start saving already while you're there, wherever, whichever country you're coming from. Okay. And um, try to bring, you know, not something borrowed if, as much as you can, because you don't want to, it's hard to start life here and then you owe a good chunk of money back home, right? So if you can do, not try to borrow, it may be tough, but it's doable, okay? And when you're back, when you're here in the United States already, I mean, um, in terms of saving, one thing, I mean, money in, money out, okay? Whatever you're earning, you make it sure uh, you're able to allocate something for your expenses, but you got to pay yourself first. And that's where you're able to start saving. Okay, So allocate something for those expenses, but at the same time, saving for yourself. Because if something happens, it's it's not the typical country that we have when once we're here that you can borrow right away. Right. So a lot of people have their own financial responsi responsibilities here in the U.S. Okay. And the, the, the main thing is just avoid the, the, the what we call the deficit spending. So that's Something to keep <laughs> in mind that taxes in other countries, for example, in Europe, are much more of a piece of your income that you're actually paying for taxes. And that's the same for many, many countries. So people may think, oh my gosh, taxes in California, it's crazy. But if you really put this into perspective with the rest of the world, 
You might end up ahead, especially because the salaries are really great here, too. Just a quick note on that. So flash question for everybody. One answer really quick. Kay, you already kind of talked about this. Here's the question for everybody. How much money did you bring to the United States? And in what form did you bring the money? Kay, answer. $200. (laughs) And and have... And, and keep in mind that I will work for food that time. So it's not a very smart thing to do. <laughs> Juan, what about you? How much did you bring? And was it cash, a loan, checks? Uh, for me, uh, I brought like, I think $9,000. I brought cash, but I also brought an ATM that's uh, from Singapore. And we did use that eventually. For the first, I think for the first two months, the 9,000 was like, just went away. <laughs> That's how bad the expenses was during the time. So, uh, but everything was worth it. So, yeah. Yeah. And Mila, how much do you think a nurse should bring in their pocket with them to the United States? Also, cash or a debit card? Should they also exchange their money to dollars beforehand? Well, how much did I bring first is about $500, okay? And I think I remember I brought it cash, okay? But, you know, ideally, realistically speaking, I mean, that one that one said, 9000 I mean, that's pretty realistic, you know, nine, ten thousand 10000 because if you won't have something happens, you want to cover first two months at least. The best, first three months. So you're looking at about three to 5000 expenses, depending on how much expenses you have. So bringing it, you can have some cash, but you know, uh, you can hide, in our country, you can put it anywhere, right? <laughs> in, in, in your, in your uh, the, my, the Filipinos here know what I'm talking about. You can put it in your socks, you can put it in your bag, somewhere that you can hide your cash, okay? But you also can set up like a bank account. So some, um, you know, you, Philippines has like U.S. bank accounts that you can kind of link it here. Like a dollar account or something. And uh, because what happened for me and Myla, we uh, we are like two two months apart. Uh, she came here because I still have some work. So what happens is uh, you can bring actually the cash, but make sure that it's below 10000 because we have the anti-money laundering that also like uh, in place. So you don't want to have that uh, to be trouble. And I also bring uh, my my deb- my credit card from the Philippines when we came here. So it's kind of like an emergency uh, situation that you have that backup plan. Because as Milo mentioned, when you come here, you don't you you're not sure right away that you're gonna get the, all the things that is settled for you or set for you. That's just wonderful piece of advice. So you're saying don't bring more than $10,000 <laughs> cash to the United States with you. What about after that? Is there a certain limit that people can transfer in in a year? What are the impl- implications of that? Yeah, it's still the same. I mean, $10,000 is kind of like, you know, uh, and uh, depending on how, uh, what the movement of your money. So there's uh, some regulations that, uh, uh, are in place. So uh, when you transfer, like uh, some people get around it, but the, the thing is just make sure you have the legitimate sources and you can also always have that uh, uh, backup uh, documentation where you got the money. If it's from your dad, from your parents or something, 
which is from inheritance, something like that you need to have the, those documentation in place. Because uh, just uh, just to let everybody know that financial uh, you know uh, regulations are in place, especially when you're bringing the cash portion of it, because they're gonna ask you when you go to the immigration how much cash do you have. So if you bring more than ten thousand, uh, you're gonna have to pay taxes on that. Is that correct? Or you can get penalized actually, because there's a there's a regulation in place that you don't really want to uh, have that because. Uh, uh, the anti-money laundering uh, started, uh, especially during the the, the 9-11 before, so because of that uh, uh, anti-terrorism uh, bills and everything like that. Law. Is the 10K allowable per person traveling, or is it for each family member? So if there's a family of four, can they bring 40K? Well, uh, I, I would say <laughs> just uh, just uh, check on... on uh, on, on uh, with the with the immigration uh, uh, authorities because I, I can say uh, kind of like ballpark ten thousand but make sure because every regulation changes every day so but uh, those uh, those uh, questions can be asked uh, prior you coming here so you're not be in trouble. One thing that I suggest probably you know if you be, bring a, uh, a good chunk of money, I mean the one that is legitimate to bring, and then but before coming here in the U.S., you find um, how can you send money like coming from your home country to this country? Like we have MoneyGram, that's one way to transfer money. Okay, so you can you can or Western Western Union, so that's another one. So you can if you trust somebody back home then send it like, you know, certain amounts of money coming here rather than risking the whole chunk of your money or a big lump sum of your money being sent right away one time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Nursing in America. Part two will be available next week, so make sure you hit the follow button and come back to join us then. If you enjoyed the episode, please help us and leave a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses internationally. We offer direct hire, which means healthcare facilities will directly sponsor and hire you to work here in the USA. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. You can find the link in the show notes.